This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Wednesday, February 26th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Alley. Here's today's headlines. USDA, MFP benefited most affected. China acts on China deal and the EU aims to keep UK in fold on key ag policy. U.S. Department of Agriculture figures display where MFP payments have flowed. Fresh data obtained by AgriPulse pinpoints where those market facilitation program payments have gone under the 2019 version of the program. The top three counties for payments are in Texas, Arkansas, and California, areas where there is heavy production of cotton, soybeans, and milk. But counties have benefited significantly across the Corn Belt and Northern Plains as well. USDA Chief Economist Rob Johansson tells AgriPulse the department did its best to target the assistance to commodities that have been affected by China's retaliatory tariffs. He said, quote, by and large, the bulk of the payments have gone to states or counties or producers that were most affected by the trade war. Keep in mind, both the Government Accountability Office and the USDA Inspector General are looking into how USDA devised the program. Critics have charged that it benefited the South unfairly. The details on where the MFP payments have gone will be available today in this week's AgriPulse newsletter and at AgriPulse.com. China takes first steps to implement trade deal. The Trump administration says China is following through promises in the Phase 1 trade deal by making policy changes to improve U.S. ag access to the Chinese market. China has signed new protocols to allow imports of fresh potatoes from the Pacific Northwest, to lift restrictions on U.S. pet food, and update lists of U.S. dairy processors that are eligible to ship to China. The U.S. also is praising China's decision to begin uh, Monday to accept applications for importers for tariff exemptions on U.S. soybeans, corn, wheat, pork, and other commodities. U.S. government and ag sector officials remain hopeful that China will be able to increase its ag imports by billions of dollars, as promised in Phase 1. But the spread of the coronavirus in the country has stopped some port and factory operations, and that threatens to delay trade. We'll have more on the potential impact of the China trade deal in this week's newsletter, as well as looks at the FDA-USDA struggle over biotech policy and the potential winners and losers from changes in school meal regs. Economists see reasons for farm optimism. Trade, weather, and low interest rates could be driving farmers to feel more favorable toward the farm economy as they head into the 2020 growing season. USDA's Rob Johansson says producers can expect 2020 weather will be better than 2019. How much better? Well, in some areas, he says we're expected to see very wet conditions in the spring, but by and large, better than last year. That Johansson speaking to AgriPulse on the sidelines of the National Association of State Departments of Agriculture Winter Policy Conference. Johansson also points to low interest rates, which have continued to keep borrowing low as producers have debt but are able to borrow money. John Newton, the American Farm Bureau Federation chief economist, says farmers are optimistic about recent trade deals like the Phase 1 agreement with China, but want proof products are moving. He said, I travel the country visiting with farmers, and I think they are all from the show-me state. We're all looking for evidence that this thing's happening. Newton speaking to AgriPulse. European Union declares intent to keep U.K. under its ag philosophy. 
The European Union has declared that it's ready to negotiate a trade agreement with the United Kingdom, while also aiming to keep the British people under its, quote, precautionary principle, a way of thinking about food safety and animal welfare that is rejected by the U.S. ag sector and on Capitol Hill. Often labeled unscientific in the U.S., the precautionary principle is blamed for Europe's continuing to ban meat from livestock treated with hormones or ractopamine. The bottom line, U.S. is eager to see Britain leave behind the precautionary principle and other barriers to U.S. farm commodities. We need to pry the U.K. away from the European way, said Greg Dowd, chief ag negotiator for the U.S. Trade Representative, who predicted the U.S.-U.K. talks on a trade deal would start in a matter of just a few weeks. Pence defends Trump ag policy. As the uncertainty with China weighs on the ag policy, Vice President Mike Pence trying to shore up President Trump's farm support. At an event hosted by the Michigan Farm Bureau on Tuesday, Pence thanked producers for, quote, standing strong with President Trump, oftentimes through very difficult and challenging times. Pence, who was accompanied by Ag Secretary Sonny Perdue, said the era of economic surrender to China is over and asserted that the U.S.-Mexico-Canada agreement showed the man who wrote The Art of the Deal got a great deal. Now take note, Pence also took a chance to take a swipe at former New York Mayor Mike Bloomberg over a remark that seemed to suggest he thought farming was easy to learn. Pitt said, I have never heard a more uninformed, ignorant statement about agriculture in my life. Bloomberg once said that he could teach anyone to be a farmer. A spokesman says Bloomberg was clearly referring to farming of another era. Deputy Interior Secretary confirmed the Senate voted 58-38 yesterday to confirm Kate McGregor as Deputy Interior Secretary under David Bernhardt. McGregor has been serving as the acting deputy. She previously served as congressional staffer and was one point a legislative director for then House Majority Leader Eric Cantor. Caitlin Glover, executive director of natural resources for the Cattlemen's Beef Association, said McGregor, quote, has demonstrated her commitment to ensuring a strong and healthy future for our public lands. Outbreak claims codex meeting. The Codec Committee on Pesticide Residues, part of an international body that develops food safety standards, won't meet as scheduled in China next month because of the coronavirus outbreak, that according to USDA. The Ag Department, in return, canceled a meeting for providing input to the U.S. delegation. The CCPR Committee establishes maximum limits for pesticide residues on specific food items or in groups of food. Here's today's He Said It. There's a saying in the dairy industry that there are five people in the world that know how milk is priced in the United States, and four of them are dead. I happen to be one of those folks. That American Farm Bureau Federation Chief Economist John Newton joking after USDA Chief Economist Rob Johansson asked Newton to give a 2020 dairy outlook at the NASDA Winter Policy Conference in Arlington, Virginia, yesterday afternoon. Well, that's Daybreak for this Wednesday, February 26th, brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Allen.